Okay, we're recording. You ready? Stunning. Yes, I'm ready. Bongola. Bongo cha cha cha. I am so happy, Meg, that you came back for an episode two and that you didn't get bored of me from the first episode. (laughs) (laughs) Jamie, imagine if I sat there halfway through us recording an episode and I just went, Jamie, Jamie, wait, can we just stop on board? Like, you're boring me. I just don't want to do this anymore. (laughs) I think this is the end of This Is Me and it was just the beginning and our relationship is over. No, 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 because you know that I would have taken This Is Me. I would have taken it and made it my own podcast. This is Jay Me. <laughs> oh my goodness. <laughs> to be fair, I would have taken it my side and I would call it This Is Me Gan. <laughs> <laughs> well, you can have 49% of the company. I will have 51% of the company. That's how this relationship rolls. <laughs> the cheek of it, the absolute cheek. <laughs> We are equal partners in this amazing adventure, and Mm -hmm. this episode is where it all began, my darling, isn't it? It is, and obviously in today's episode, as you would have seen by the little title, we are going to be speaking about social media, and we're going to be speaking about social media from a variety of different perspectives. As many of you probably know, me and Megan are actually content creators on lots of social media apps. We've basically taken over the social media world, baby. (laughs) We are taking it by storm. I can't get over the fact that, like, I used to post Instagram photos of, like, my food when I was going Mm. out for dinner. And, like, then the turning point happened. And I was like, no, I think I'm finding my feet. And this is what I want to do. And I was doing... I still do it for me. Like, Instagram and social media is all for me. Like, Mm -hmm. recording videos for YouTube. Like, it's just memories. And I think I look at Instagram as, like, a scrapbook. It's, like, my, my online scrapbook. Um, which I think is really cute and really exciting. But the fact that it's become what it is, is fascinating, you know? I love that because, like you, mine's like my own little online diary. Yeah, your Jamie Deer diaries on YouTube. My little Deer diaries. And it's, it's such a wonderful place for us to express our own journeys and our own selves and also a place to be really creative and fun and to try new things. I think... I was born and I knew growing up that I was very different and that I was unique and having this platform and having these platforms online has allowed me to not only share that with my audience, but to kind of acknowledge it in myself. I'm like, I look at myself online and I'm like, actually I am unique and I am a star. And, you know, some people may call me out for being arrogant. Ah, sudden. Yeah, exactly. Do you know what? There's a massive difference between confidence and cockiness and you can I don't know if it's maybe an um, a me thing but I can see straight through that on social media like you can immediately tell Mm -hmm. and I can say right now like you are not that like you are not that in the slightest (laughs) honestly you are otherwise I wouldn't be sat here with you now recording a friggin podcast would I The best and only podcast that you need to be listening to on the internet. <laughs> Absolutely. Do you know do you know what I was gonna say when you were chatting about that, like growing up and like feeling that you were like different just from everyone else? I had my perspective of that as I almost have too much energy and I need to channel it into things. So 
for example, YouTube, I'll pick up a camera and I'll talk to a camera because I feel like I'm chatting to loads of people. Same with Instagram, Instagram stories. If I'm worried about something, I'll jump on Instagram and chat to everyone because it feels like you have this massive pool of friends that you can just say, hi, I'm here (laughs) kind of thing, you know, because obviously, I mean, especially this year, we've been trapped away and social media has been a key to staying in contact with people. I definitely think when it's used right, it can be so amazing. And I think in this episode today, we're really going to speak about some of the positive, wonderful aspects of social media. You know, how Megan and I became to be friends is exactly through social media. Social media allowed us to be in this incredible partnership and friendship that we are and have been in coming up to a year. How incredible is that? Oh my god, my cheeks. My cheeks are literally like sore from smiling. When you were talking then, I don't know if people know this, but we're recording this on Zoom. So when you hear the podcast, Jamie's in his home, I'm in my home and we're recording it on Zoom, but we can see each other. And I think the funniest (laughs) thing is when you hear this, it's incredible that you can't see us because we're like, I'm just smiling 90% of the time. And she's looking gorgeous doing it. Oh, stop it. Jamie looks gorgeous too in his lovely white hoodie. (laughs) But yeah, I just can't believe that like that became a thing. Like we wouldn't have met each other. Like we probably wouldn't have crossed paths in our lifetime if it wasn't for social media. And that's the thing, like, social media plays such a huge role and part in our everyday lives which is why we wanted to create a whole episode talking about social media but we also want to talk about it from the perspective not as a social content creator because yeah, it's definitely. easy to get caught up in that world that we are currently doing as jobs and that we're very very passionate about but there's also the side before we were even content creators before social media was even a thing how our own journeys have been influenced by social media and how our self-love journeys have also been influenced by social media. So we want to speak about social media in both the positive aspect and also perhaps the negative, more challenging aspect that a lot more people, I think, definitely experience and go through. With every down, there's always going to be an up. So Mm -hmm. to be able to acknowledge that, I think we're very lucky in that respect of with social media, yes, it's amazing, but it also can be a little bit shit. (laughs) dare I say it Mm -hmm. can also be a little bit shit but like I said if it's used correctly it's the most powerful thing ever and it's also so exciting I mean obviously it's been around for for years and years and years and you've got the Bebo you've got MySpace all those kind of things I definitely I have never heard of Bebo before I've heard of MySpace, but I was, I was, I think the generation after MySpace, because the first social media app I had was Facebook and then it was Instagram. I had Bebo, but I definitely shouldn't have had Bebo. (laughs) (laughs) I shouldn't have had it. I had Facebook. Facebook was the first one. I think it was Mm -hmm. the like waiting for your 13th birthday. And I remember being in school and you've got like the handful of people that already had Facebook and everyone else. And you were so jealous of them. Yeah. I was like, I can't have it yet. Like, I'm not 13. I can't have it. I think it's weird how, like, obviously, we all started out on Facebook, literally documenting our every move. I've just finished on the toilet. Mm-hmm. I'm now going to go make my dinner. Can't wait to see you at school, everyone, tomorrow. Da, 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 da. Mm-hmm. Post. 
Like, what was it? What are you feeling now? How are you feeling? Is that what it used to say on the little yes. status thing? And then how all of a sudden that shift from Facebook, like I rarely use Facebook now. I just use mm-hmm. Facebook Messenger, like to keep in contact with people. And how that shift has just gone from constantly being on Facebook, constantly checking Facebook. Because I used to I used to use Facebook on the computer. Like Facebook wasn't on, on your app, like it wasn't on your phone. And the kind of progression to then jumping over to Instagram and then TikTok comes about and Snapchat and all those kind of things. I will tell you something. I did delete my Snapchat maybe a month ago. <gasps> oh no. I don't use it. It got hacked and I was, oh. I just panicked. I just panicked and I was like, you know what? I don't really use Snapchat anyway. I just have it for the memories that's on there. And I remember chatting to a friend and I was like, I think the best thing about Snapchat memories is obviously you can look through and laugh, but the Mm -hmm. memories that mean the most are the memories that are in my brain. And I absolutely love that. I think it's important to distinguish the difference between social media and reality because I think there can definitely be a challenge sometimes distinguishing the two because in many ways because especially this year with the pandemic and covid a lot of our life has been online we've been documenting a lot more of our lives online and so it feels as though everything about ourselves and our identities and our lives are online completely and actually that isn't the reality there's a whole other side to living and to ourselves and to our lives than what we present on social media because for as long as I have ever had social media like you were saying earlier about Facebook social media allowed me let's just say starting with Facebook starting with (laughs) Facebook it, it allowed me to communicate with friends and family but it also allowed me to document the fun parts of my life and I think we've both seen that continue throughout our journeys on social media how social media has constantly been drink every time I say social media in this podcast (laughs) as long as you drink responsibly (laughs) and as our journeys have grown on social media it's become more and more noticeable how social media has always been an element of showcasing a highlight reel of your life because even when I first started out on Facebook now I remember first getting Facebook and my mum not finding out because like you I was underage I think I was like 11 maybe 12 and we're so naughty some of my we're so naughty I was such a rebellious (laughs) child not oh Um, uh, yeah (laughs) (laughs) obviously both my parents had Facebook I had family who had Facebook quite a few of my friends also had Facebook but obviously their parents were like oh yeah that's fine don't worry about it yeah yeah Um, So I decided to download Facebook and make a Facebook account before I was 13, which is when you are legally allowed to have social media apps now. And obviously I kept it a secret. I was like, oh my God, no one can know. I feel so rebellious. I'm so naughty. (laughs) Um, And then my mum found out and she was like, Jamie, you've just come up in my suggested friends. And I can see that you've got Facebook. And how old are you? Underage. And I was like, no. That is so funny. And ever since, I have just used social media as a fun platform. But also, when I first started, I did use it as a highlight reel, you know? It was showcasing moments with friends. Whenever I went out, I would be posting a little status like, oh my God, guys, I'm going to town. I'm going to go to McDonald's and get a McFlurry. What McFlurries do you guys like? Literally. And it would be really irrelevant, stupid things like that, which I'd just post. And people would text me back and would be like, oh my God, yes, I love the crunchy McFlurry. Oh yeah, I'll come meet you. And 
it was wonderful. <laughs> Do you know what? That I I feel so nostalgic right now. That is ah, uh, that was like prime Facebook between like our early teenage years. I think that's just mm. so yeah, like what you were saying with it, obviously with it being a highlight reel, I can look back now. I think I've gone through and sorted it all out now, but I remember which is interesting thinking about it now. I remember sorting out all my albums like my Facebook albums so I'd have like school like school friends school years when we were at school and I put all our photos that we had on there like you'd get everyone like on your blackberries to ping it over to you you'd put it in on a Facebook album and then the next thing would be like leavers like we're leaving school here's our leavers album and there was probably over 150 photos in there because everyone just sent you all Mm -hmm. the same photos and then I remember going to uni and it was year one and two I put my two years of uni on there and then I think Instagram then just kind of overtook there and I've obviously just moved on to Instagram now but it is I think Mm. it's hilarious how how much it's changed like it's changed so much but it literally is exactly what you said it's literally a highlight reel I think the most exciting thing coming out of Instagram now is people are trying to break down the kind of everything's great all the time here's my best life on social media Mm -hmm. people are starting to show the not so great days like the down days because we're human beings we have Mm. feelings you know yeah they're breaking taboos Mm -hmm. they're breaking things which habits and routines and things we've come to learn throughout education throughout social media throughout society that has taught us one way and we're attacking back we're like no actually you know I don't need to look a certain way to fit in I don't need to be a certain way to fit in I don't need to go to school then go to university then go to you know get a job and get a house I don't need to do it that linearly yeah it's social media is allowing communities to come together voices to be heard and people to express their true selves I think the interesting thing about social media for me is when I first got it I got it because I thought it would be so much fun and don't get me wrong it definitely is but you don't realize the subconscious damage that social Mm -hmm. media is actually doing to yourself because because now I can look back at it and look back at my journey just on Facebook when I first got it at 12 years old I was so excited to post all these fun parts of my life and share photos and talk to my friends and my family so easily and so accessibly on a daily basis because before that we literally had emails I would literally email my girlfriends and I say girlfriends because I had girlfriends this is how long ago it was wow closeted little boy and I was dating girls that's how long it was and I was emailing them And I was having conversations over Gmail and MSN. That was my life. Oh my God, MSN! MSN was iconic. And obviously Facebook came along and everyone was like, wow. And I was so excited to get it. And then for, I don't even know what reason, it became so much more toxic. Now I look back at it because it became all about the friends. I remember every single day and randomly adding people who I didn't even know myself, who I didn't know personally, who were just friends of friends because I was like, oh, well, you know, I want to have lots and lots of friends. I want to have have over 1,000 friends. Yeah, I remember that being a thing. Oh my goodness. How silly does that sound now though? Because not being funny, I could could literally count my friends on my hands. (laughs) Mm -hmm. (laughs) Like, oh my goodness. 
But we used to worry about that. But it's carried on even now with Instagram. Yeah, it has. Some people go onto Instagram and the one thing that they want and the one thing that they always think about is how do my follower numbers look? How do my follower numbers compare? And it's all about that overthinking and that comparison against other people and against yourself and your own beliefs about numbers because you look at a number and it's you think that it's It's going to define you and define your creation and define you know your identity but actually your number doesn't mean anything I mean me and Megan have very different numbers on social media but we're so similar and we have the same values we do the same things it's yeah honestly it's not a numbers game and I know it's so easy to say that and I think for anyone maybe listening that's like oh I, I really want to start getting into Instagram or getting into YouTube TikTok all of that kind of things I know there's people listening that probably don't really care but you kind of need to stick at that you don't really care because I think especially when you get I mean, I've been there, we've all been there, and you you start comparing and you're like, oh, maybe I should I should have X amount of followers or whatever. Talking about it now, I'm just like, it's so irrelevant, it really is irrelevant. And I think when I first started Instagram, definitely, I was just worried about numbers. Like, that was all that I was worth. It's one of those things, it's easier said than done, but the minute you can jump over that numbers situation, the better, and you can start enjoying social media again. I went back through last year, you know, during lockdown, I went back through my Facebook friends and I removed everyone that I didn't know because I had people on Mm -hmm. there that I didn't know. And I was like, well... I'm getting to a point in my life where I'm starting to post really exciting things and I don't want complete strangers knowing. That sounds really ironic because I have (laughs) strangers following me on Instagram, (laughs) but I feel Facebook's a bit more private, you know? I think it's a bit Instagram, more personal, isn't it? Yeah, in, yeah, Instagram's definitely a lot more glamorized, even though I do like to show the bad days, but it is. Like, it, it literally is. It's a highlight reel. So never get caught up in that trap of everything has to be perfect and everyone's life is perfect because it completely isn't. Yes, mm-hmm. you may see Kendall Jenner posting her fabulous body online, but what she isn't posting is her seven o'clock dark circles, morning breath, oily skin, if she has oily skin, I don't know, bedhead. She's Mm. not posting that. So just remember, there is a real human still behind that. And I think Mm -hmm. the really exciting thing is there's people now, like ourselves, that are constantly trying to battle and push down those taboos and go, we're just human beings, we're real people. And it's accepting that we all have different realities because my reality is very, very different to your reality. Yeah. You know, I'm going to share my very ordinary day just as just just like yeah. you will share your very ordinary day. Ordinary day, yeah. I'm posting more of a highlight reel than you no. or I'm romanticising my life than you. It's just our lives. So it's just when you go onto social media to just accept that actually there's so many people and it's such a diverse community online and follow who you want to follow. If you don't like someone's content, if you don't like what somebody stands for or creates, unfollow them. Unfollow. You know, it's not worth it. You are in charge of your own social media. Control what you can control. Because the minute you start to curate your own feed, your own intake of media 
the minute you'll definitely feel a lot happier, especially if you're following. I went through a phase. All I followed was probably Victoria's Secret supermodels Mm -hmm. trying to achieve that ideal. And the minute I unfollowed them all, (laughs) we started the journey of finally accepting myself, right? And the thing is, there's nothing wrong with following these people there's nothing wrong with no these oh my goodness no no yeah no, no, no it's what makes you happy and if you are seeing these images and you're not feeling happy by them then that's when you need to take a step back acknowledge those feelings acknowledge how you're feeling about a certain post or a certain person or a certain creator and just think actually are they benefiting my life are they helping me to yeah. feel confident and comfortable probably not if if that if you're not having good vibes they're probably not doing that for you so just unfollow them some people really enjoy that kind of content and feel confidence and it gives them motivation that's wonderful other people for example you and I we don't see it in that same way so I personally will not look at it and follow it and acknowledge it myself a kind of subtopic of that is what about if it's my friends so if it's your friends or family that is making you unhappy but obviously you don't want to it's it's a tricky situation because you don't obviously want to probably make it into a deal you don't you don't want it to be any bigger than what it is but say for example you're following a friend and they're posting things that you're not liking or it's impacting you in a in a negative way you have control if you don't want to follow them on instagram in particular, I'm I'm unsure on other apps, but on Instagram, you can mute an account. So you don't have to unfollow them. You can just mute them. So they won't come up on your feed. They won't come up on stories. And it, I think that's just a great way for you to do that kind of clear out yourself because then mm-hmm. you're not constantly taking in negative things that you don't need, you personally don't need. So if it's your friend the lovely little mute button is great. It's obviously got nothing to do with them because obviously they're posting that stuff for them and they're doing it for them. But obviously it's not everyone, it's not going to be everyone's cup of tea. And I think that's something that I've, I've massively discovered this year is you're not going to be liked by everyone. Social media puts on this big everyone needs to love me, everyone needs to like me, everyone needs to find me funny. No, they don't. No, they don't. Well, it's also acknowledging the fact that social media isn't life. You have a life outside and you have friendships and you have relationships outside of social media because, you know, I know some people who are in loving, amazing relationships, but they don't showcase that on social media because social media is for one part of their life uh, where they show x y and z and they also have their more private intimate life where they don't want to showcase it and splatter it all over the internet and that is completely fine if your friend does something that you don't necessarily want to see or agree with online it doesn't mean that you're not friends in real life and support each other in real life and respect each other in real life it's just it's just social media and it's just what you're subjecting yourself to online because the online world can be so much more overwhelming and harsh and difficult to navigate than in real life because I will see a topless guy on social media and I will instantly feel insecure and I will be like, why don't I look like that? I'll compare myself, I'll judge myself. Mm-hmm. If I was to see that in real life, I wouldn't bat an eyelid. I wouldn't think anything of it because I'd just be like, yeah, and... But so because crazy, it's social media it? and behind a screen, for some reason in my mind 
triggers something where it's like, oh, you need to be this type of person. You need to look like this. Correct me if I'm wrong. People go to social media for like empowerment for uplifting for positive intake and that's what I want to be but I also don't constantly want to be toxic positivity I don't want to do that I actually Mm. want to show me like you don't see me and Josh arguing you don't see us bickering like you don't see that and it's the same for YouTube YouTube you see 30 minutes to an hour of someone's day you don't see the 23 hours that isn't shown And I think it's easy for us to understand that because we're in it and we're living it and we're doing it. But for people that aren't necessarily in it like we are, just remember that you don't see everything. You don't see everything. And of course, I'm not going to upload everything. Like I'm not going to upload me waking up in the morning, brushing my teeth, sitting on the toilet. I'm not going to do that, you know. But it's hard because I think there's so many pressures that come from social media that's like, you need to say this, you need to do that, you need to do that. And yes, if you really, 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 really need to, right? But then you've also got the really crap side of social media where the horrible messages come in, the horrible comments come in. And it's like, at school, I didn't learn how to deal with someone hating on me mm. on social media cyberbullying, right? We'd have those assemblies at school. Do you remember? We'd have those assemblies where we'd sit there, you'd talk about cyberbullying, but then you'd probably go home that night and someone goes and does it. Yeah. So it's like, when does it stop? I think the pressures of social media definitely block why we first fell in love with yes. social media in the first place and our interests. Because... It. When I first started Facebook, going back to this little Facebook, because it is, for me, where it first all derived from. And I look back and I'm really like... Really began, yeah. Why Why am I like this on Instagram? I was exactly like it on Facebook. I just didn't know yeah. about it. Yeah. Because I look back to Facebook and I think back at when I first started. I was excited. I was creative. I was fun. Like you said, yeah. I would post a status being like, I'm going to town. I'm having a McFlurry. <laughs> I'm with my friends. I'm going to the toilet. Like, it was random fun stuff like that that you were just so careless about. You were just like, yeah, whatever. Carefree. Like, it's my life. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it was so much fun to be able to do that and to try something new. And then as Facebook grew... Yeah. You have things like hot or not videos where you would then (gasps) post videos. I know. Remember those? Yeah. With your friend or a couple of friends or just by yourself, you would ask people to like your status and then you would rate them out of 10 based Mm -hmm. on their looks and appearance and you would give them a hot or not. I've got a horrible a horrible weighted feeling just hit my chest then when you said the hot or not videos i look don't get me wrong i hold my hands up i was one of those people who did one of them and at the time you don't realize the toxicity of doing a hot or not video or something like that because you're like oh whatever but you don't grow up you're then sitting there 22 years old and you're like why am i not confident oh probably because when i was younger i was told on social media that (laughs) i was not multiple times and I was told oh I wasn't that pretty in comparison to all these other people who were getting hot and were getting 10 out of 10s and it makes you feel a certain way and it brings you down and it changes the way you feel about yourself it changes Mm -hmm. the way you feel about your life and your identity and that's when for me I first started seeing that shift in social media where I was like 
actually, I'm actually being negatively affected by yeah. social media. It isn't now a place of fun creativity. Yeah. It's now a place where I need to make sure that I'm constantly looking good, where I'm constantly posting statuses, which shows that I have friends and I'm doing yeah. things and that I'm exciting, that I'm getting the best results. I remember even going to the lengths of posting when I got A stars in my homework and exams to prove and to show to people that, yeah, I'm clever. Like, look at me. It became, it became, this is, this is me. And I want everyone to see how amazing I am. And actually it shouldn't be that way. You should be posting you and your life and yourself because it's fun. and And it's for you. And it's for you rather than to prove to people why you are worthy and loved and deserving of the platform I remember I used to dread I used to dread results days because everyone posted their results it was I remember because people this was then when it moved over to Twitter I remember when Twitter started to kind of take over and it was a bit more cool to be on Twitter and that was around like GCSE time moving into A levels and I used to dread those results days because everyone's tweets were like two A stars and a B or two A stars and an A or three A stars. And I would dread those results days, not because of the results, but what I was going to put on Twitter. Like Mm -hmm. how crazy is that? How, how bizarre? Like now I can happily tell you, I have two A levels. I have an A and a B. (laughs) I'm I'm very proud of that. But then also in year 12, AS year, I got an E in philosophy because I just sat and cried my eyes out, which I mentioned in... Oh, I did philosophy. I could have been your tutor had I known. I got an A star. There we go, see? (laughs) (laughs) But no, like, it's just just crazy, isn't it? Like, how, how much it is like that. But I think it's, yeah, it's just really important to have those moments where you feel like it is starting to get really overwhelming to take that step back and go I'm just gonna switch off I'm just gonna mute all my apps because I just don't need it today and I think that's completely fine that's absolutely fine to do that because we all need a break every now and then and I think it's important to recognize that you know you will be subjected to this you know there's no way of escaping this you know yeah we we are subjected to it every single day being content creators Mm -hmm. we have the highs we have the lows we have the incredible comments and messages that we receive from you guys and we also have the really shitty comments where Mm -hmm. people are literally they can be so mean and you guys are probably you know exactly how that feels and what that looks like and Mm -hmm. exactly what it is like to be in that situation I think it's important to recognise that we're going to be subjected to it regardless. You know, you will be, I will be, my little brother will be. Completely. Your older sister might be. Not that you have an older sister, but I'm just saying. Younger sister. I've got a younger sister. (laughs) (laughs) I'm just saying, like, anyone and everyone will be subjected to it. I know my mum is subjected to it and she's 40. Do you know what I mean? Exactly. Social media is such a huge part of our lives that we can't escape it, but it's learning to... And this is where the wonderful thing about self-love comes in. This -hmm. is where our journeys of self-love and self-acceptance and self-confidence comes into play because when situations and comments and things like this happen... We have to fight harder. 
we have to fight harder. It's acknowledging and respecting yeah. ourselves enough to take a step back and just be like, actually, I'm better than this, or mm-hmm. I don't need to. I don't need to think about myself like this. If you are subjected to, I don't know, a hot or not video, a 2021 hot or not <laughs> video, I don't know what the kids are doing these days. <laughs> I don't know what they're doing. I've got no idea. I don't know what they're doing. Um, well, I it's nominate all to TikTok, hasn't it? Ah, <laughs> uh, TikTok is a whole other episode that we can fully delve into. There probably is something now like a modern day hot or not video where Mm -hmm. people you know critique themselves and they're like why isn't my life like this and I actually watched a TikTok the other day which was like seeing all these people have fun in the sunshine when it was really really hot on Tuesday yeah um and people who don't have friends to go out with or who aren't allowed to go outside do you know what I mean it's everyone's living a different reality and I think it's just respecting that and having that confidence to be like you know what yes people might be posting all of this on social media and might be sharing their experiences and their lives and there's nothing wrong with that but it's having the confidence within yourself and your own kind of love for yourself which will get you through yeah I I I really like that and I I like you definitely have to get out of your head because social media can massively put you in your own head and Mm -hmm. Do you know what? I'm pretty sure there was a time, like, it still does now at points, but social media used to make me so jealous. I was green Mm -hmm. with envy for wanting, like, the newest, I don't know, whatever was trending at the time. Like, you constantly wanted the newest thing. You constantly wanted to be there with those people. And you know what? You just have to realise, no, that's their life. This is my life. Yes, you can always strive to want and have things that you really want. Manifest. That is where you need to learn law of attraction. Manifesting. Oh my goodness, how that has changed my life. But genuinely, I genuinely mean this. The minute you stop envying other people and stop comparing your life to someone else's life ah, life just becomes so much better because it really can engulf you which is again why I absolutely love social media because although Mm -hmm. I had some of my darkest moments from social media I also had so many of my lightest moments from social media just being able to do this podcast like yeah And I have met so many of my incredible friends through social media. I'm creating content which I'm so passionate about and I love. And (gasps) social media is, if I don't, if I'm not able to do it as a full-time job, it is something that I'm able to pursue further. So, for example you know, being a social media marketer for a company. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like social media is such a huge part of our lives and it's not it's not shutting down. It's not no. getting rid of all of your apps. Like getting rid of all of your apps like isn't the answer because mm-hmm. one day you're going to have to come back to it. I mean, yeah. I'm speaking very generally uh, based yeah. on, you know, my experience and Our the relationships I have around me. Yeah. Yes. Um, but you're never going to be able to switch off. It's just acknowledging and finding that balance for when you need to be on social media and when you need to be in the present, in the real world, living, living your in best the life. And loving yourself enough to be like, you know, social media isn't life. Yeah, like, exactly. It's good fun. It's creative. And it allows you to have a platform, whether you are a creator or not. But equally, it's not your life. Everything that Jamie said there, perfect. I wish, I wish I could listen to something like this when I was first starting social media because I think the journey Mm -hmm. would be completely different. But saying that, 
I wouldn't want it any other way because you make your mistakes and you learn and you grow and you obviously become who you are today and you're still constantly evolving. We're still on our amazing life journeys. And I think every hate comment or every dislike on YouTube, you know, they're the things that I think at the end of the day, I go, I'm doing my job right because not everyone's going to like me and that's okay, but I like me. I'm not going to sit here and say the negative comments don't affect me because they do. They do affect me. It's like, Jamie, if you were to turn around and say something nasty to me now and meant it, it would affect me, right? So of course Mm -hmm. they're going to affect you, but it's how you then, well, saying that, I know Jamie would never say anything horrible about me. (laughs) She doesn't know what I talk to other people about her. (laughs) Stop that. Stop. I hate her. I hate her so much. <laughs> I absolutely love you with all of my heart. But I think yes. it's just one it's one of those things where you just learn as you grow and as you develop and you find different ways of dealing with things. So I know when when one of my Instagram reels, well, one, three of my Instagram reels went viral when Instagram Reels started to become a thing, and the influx of negative comments that I got from younger boys that probably shouldn't have Instagram accounts, and also older men, older men, full stop, that would comment and say the most horrible things. At first, I took so much offence to it, and I cried. I was like, I'm not doing this. I'm not going on Instagram. Like, that's it. The end. And then the second time it happened... I dealt with it a little bit better. I kind of read the messages and then I fought back on a couple of ones. Or my sister, my sister's my little bodyguard. It's amazing. I love her. But we we fought back and because I was kind of like, no, you're completely wrong. And then the third time it happens, you just kind of go, ah, I, I feel so sorry for you because the horrible comments that happen online and the negativity comes from such a sad place that that individual is currently feeling and I can only feel sorry for them because Mm -hmm. they obviously need to talk to someone and you know what I really hope those people out there do end up talking to someone and get it off their chest Mm -hmm. and sort it out because I really hope eventually in the near the very near future that laws start to come in place because it is mm-hmm. bullying and it is harassment and things like that can get sorted and i think the way everything's going with social media at the minute i really really do hope that starts to come into force and it almost banishes all of that and it stops to become and it stops being a thing even if this episode or this discussion about social media isn't directly affecting you because obviously Megan and I are talking Mm -hmm. about it from a place where we're both content creators and from our personal experiences. But we've all, every single one of us, have come onto social media and one time in our life felt shit from social media. Whether that's from a picture, a comment, a feeling. Mm -hmm. We have all one time gone onto social media and felt like shit. Yeah. And... It's it's great to know that apps such as, you know, Ask FM have been completely deleted because anonymously chatting to random yeah. people and sending comments about the way they look and who they are as people, disgusting. I remember 
spending countless evenings on Ask FM, reading through hateful comments, just being like on my profile and on other people's profiles, mm. just being like, what what have we become? What is yeah. this? Like social media is not this. No, it exactly. is not a place to uh, call people out and be disgusting and be horrible and nasty people. It is a place of creativity and uniqueness. I think that's why we both started it. That's why yeah. we have this platform. And that's why you guys who are watching, whether you create content or not, you have yeah. your platforms because you want to follow people who uplift you, empower you, encourage you, motivate you that's to exactly provide you with insane amounts of self-love and that's exactly what we do and have you know we're we're taking it the extra mile and creating content all about it because even though I create content all about it I still follow and engage with so many other people creators are not who provide that same message and that also inspire you like the amount of people that I I constantly check my explore page and I'm constantly like I need I need I need to be inspired I need other people to inspire me and mm-hmm. I'll go through I love using the saved the saved icon on Instagram I, that's my favorite thing because I can also look back and if I need a little pick me up I know I can go there and I can see all the amazing people whether they know it or not that give me that feeling and it's so exciting and I feel like especially with with my platform and I'm pretty sure I can speak for you here Jamie if we can help inspire uplift empower one person then our heart will just burst like completely Mm -hmm. burst like if I can me personally if I can make one other person feel comfortable in their own skin wow Wow, wow, wow. Because there was once a time where I hated myself, hated Mm -hmm. myself. And look at me now. I'm like a beautiful little butterfly spreading her wings. And just just to say, right, Jamie, we're chatting about this. It just popped into my head. This is just the beginning of our social media journey. This is literally Mm -hmm. just the beginning. Like, yes, we've been on social media since we were 12 years old. But I feel now is when it's really starting to get exciting and, oh my gosh, so many amazing things can come from it. But also I know there's going to be some really bad bumps in the road, but we're going to deal with that when we get there. Mm-hmm. Live in the moment. And and I think as we think about more things and we experience new feelings and things, we talk about it in future episodes this is not the last time we'll ever speak about social media social media is such oh, definitely a big not. <laughs> thing and it will come in in random times and random episodes we'll yeah. probably dedicate future episodes to more social media things if you guys have questions about social media and your experiences <gasps> then please yeah. do let us know on instagram at this is me the podcast or send us an email at the podcast this is me at gmail.com we have so much more to talk about on social media and it's such an exciting yet interesting avenue I think Mm -hmm. to go down and to talk about interesting is the word (laughs) interesting is the word because it can be so exciting but there's also your little shitty bits but we'll deal with that yes put on my big girl pants yeah and (laughs) and if you guys take anything from today's episode on our discussion about social media it's that first and foremost it is simply a highlight reel mm-hmm. do not make sure to recognize the difference between your social media and your reality because your life yeah. 
is not determined or dictated by from your social media. Your social media is one part of you and one platform, but who you are, living, breathing, slaying every single freaking day, that is who people fall in love with. Do you know what I mean? Because this you is the thing You are so well. much more. I could have met Megan the first day that I met her and... I might not have gotten on with her. Like, that was a possibility. Yeah. Because that, you present yourself chance. on social media. Yeah. And I'm very fortunate that, obviously, you are exactly how you are <laughs> on social media. <laughs> Thank goodness. Goodness me. But you me. do never know. You never yeah, know. Yeah, completely. And do you know what? My favourite people to follow are people that... I, I say that question to myself, and I'm kind of like, are they like that in real life? And then, obviously, then, hopefully, when I meet them... It's like, oh yeah, yeah, thank goodness. Then yeah. my little heart just feels even more full and warm. <laughs> and it is, it's just, you just have to remember like you're only seeing the surface. You're not seeing the gallons and gallons of ocean underneath. So 100%. It's just social media, it's social media. Mm-hmm. It's just the tip of an iceberg. There exactly. is a lot more to it than what you see on the outside a lot what's the what's the phrase there's a lot more than meets the eye mm. Mm. <laughs> i like that so that concludes episode two we hope that you enjoyed listening into this episode and if you did please tune in to next week's episode where we'll be talking about all things body image next week's episode is going to be a good one it is i'm very excited thank you for tuning in to this is me the podcast and remember this is me this is you this is us thank you so much for listening love jamie and megan (laughs) 